Lisa Dennis, and welcome to All Girls Considered, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories of inspiring women and girls. Today, I'm speaking with Enya Hernandez, Diana Campos, and Lizbeth Flores Morales. They're seniors about to graduate and go into college. They're the first ones to go to um, college in their families. So, like, you guys only have, like, two weeks left. So is that putting a lot of pressure on you guys? How is it feeling? It's a lot of pressure, and my friends like to talk about it a lot. They're like, oh my god, can you believe we only have two weeks left? I'm like, no, shut up. Like, don't speak about that. So um, just like with the, with the countdown, it's just not, it's, it's pressuring. Uh, especially because May 1st is like a big deadline for a lot of people as well. Like you have to commit to a college, basically, like you have to commit to for the next four years. So uh, it's a little stressful. Um, I think it's a mix of emotions. I think it's a good feeling to know that you're about to leave a certain era and you're going to move on to a different thing. So, I mean, I think that's really exciting, but it's also really nerve-wracking because you're going into a totally new, different thing. And then again, you know that you have so much on your shoulders with like schools, that you have to turn in this, that you have to make sure that your grades are okay. You may have to make sure that you have enough money in order to make it. I mean, it's a lot of things, but in the end, everything will get figured out, so. That's crazy. I'm glad I'm not a senior yet, (laughs) because that's a lot. You'll Um, get there. Yeah, there's so many things that you don't know, like, going into your senior year. Until you're a senior. Until it's too late sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I'm glad I'm talking with you guys, because I have absolutely no idea what to do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, How did you guys decide where you were going to go? I'm a little undecided. (laughs) I think all of us are. I'm undecided. Where do you want to go? I want to go to the U of A, but I, with the scholarships I've received, I still do not have enough to go and, like, study comfortably. Um, So I'm still debating whether I should go with the cheaper option and go to NWAC and then go to the U of A, or I should just go to the U of A. And because I'm at risk of losing my scholarships if I don't go directly. I want to go to NYU really bad, but it's a really expensive school. And for some reason, like the the Tisch School of Arts that I got accepted into is even more expensive than every other um, part of NYU. So their tuition is almost 60000 a year. And freaking, I haven't gotten any... Um, scholarships outside of what the school is offering me so it's stressful because I would have to commit to going to NYU before I actually know if I can afford it so yeah <laughs> it's stressful when you apply to um, colleges I mean not colleges scholarships outside of like your school or outside of like Arkansas because I mean the majority of the time you're mostly rejected and it's tough because then you try to like find other ways so that you can get money but for me um well right now I don't know if I'm going to go to NYX since it's obviously cheaper than U of A but then again U of A has a really good college a business of college so like it's really good school I mean 85% of it comes out with the job and everything and we have Walmart headquarters here we have everything here but then again to try to go out of state or even out of the country it sounds really nice because it's a different area that you're in, a different ambient. So I don't know yet, so we'll see. 
That sounds so confusing. <laughs> um, how did you guys come to a decision on what you were going to study at college? Once again, I'm still undecided. <laughs> um, I, ever since joining journalism, I do enjoy it. I'm a little lazy sometimes, but I enjoy it. <laughs> um, I also have a really big interest in political science. So if I were, I would to I were to major or minor in political science. And also I'm interested in anything with public relations. So I'm, I know I want to do something within communications, but I'm not exactly sure what yet. Uh, so I kind of had a similar thing because I do like journalism and journalism is what got me into the idea of film and all of the broadcast side of journalism is what um, interested me in film. And I have always liked film, like I've always been on like film Twitter or whatever. But um, yeah, when I was a junior in the IB program, I decided to do my extended essay over two of my favorite movies. And I had to take like basically like a crash course uh, over film. And I just really liked it, like the editing and all of the stuff that goes into film. And you realize all these things that are put into film that you're like, oh, that's like important. Like they did that on purpose. So I just got really interested in it. And I realized that I, that's what I liked the most. So might as well study that (laughs) yeah so for me it wasn't I don't know since I was small I always wanted to do something in the law field and I was like oh that'd be cool you know being a detective or like a police officer or something like that you know and then I got to the law academy and I was like okay I want to be a lawyer you know here we go and I started realizing all the workload and the process that you have to get there and how like um you have somebody's life in your hands or something that you might not believe in you have to take your emotions away from it and just realize go by the facts by the evidence that you have and that's what you have to go by that's what you have to um, prove or whatever so I mean that really changed my way I was like hey uh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore so I was like okay let's try something in the business area so then I went to I joined FBLA and then I realized hey I, I really like this I really like speaking in front of people I really like math I really like communicating with others selling promoting you know all this and so I was like all right let's do international business because I mean you can't really go wrong with it if one area doesn't fit you can go on to a different area since accounting finance marketing management all that goes into it so yeah okay um did anything in your lives like impact what area of study you wanted to be in like did something make you interested in film or interested in law or anything like that the 2016 presidential election made me <laughs> really mood. Actual mood. Yeah. Um, mainly because it affected me so much and affected my parents. So um, with the attack of journalists and journalism entirely, that made me more defensive about the art. It's an art, I believe. So I think that kind of encouraged me more to lean towards journalism or something within political science. I think... I also feel like 2016 election's a big reason as well because like I want to be able to tell stories of people that aren't represented or aren't shown on film and that's something that I want to add into film as I go into it. No, I think I think yeah honestly now that I think about it that's true I think 2016 elections um, just <laughs> like I mean that was just the whole trip honestly and I don't know just the idea that minorities 
aren't being represented, that they aren't being heard and all this, it just made me realize, hey, maybe you need to start a business. Maybe you need to get a, a, a minor, like go into law school after you get your business degree, make a corporation um, with the money that you have because you earn so much sometimes when you make a big success, successful business and you can use that to help others. Since you already have the connections, you just pull a couple strings here, you pull a couple strings over here, and you're in. You're into whatever you need to be into. And I think that that will help others. You're all of, like, Hispanic. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're all. Um, so how did that influence, like, I'm trying to think of a way to phrase the question. Has that had any impact on who you are as people and what made you want to be the first in your family to go to college? Yeah. Um, you know how there's a lot of killings in other countries with, you know, of journalists? Um, that kind of made me want to <laughs> be a journalist. <laughs> Not because I want to be killed, but just because, you know, they're being silenced, um, especially in places like Mexico with um, cartels, gangs. I am from Mexico. I lived there at one point. My parents are from there. Um, you know, they're being killed. I am over here in the U.S. protected. I feel like I have an obligation to speak for the people that can't speak. So I feel like my Mexican heritage, my Latino, just anything being outside of this country has influenced my decision. And, like, of course, like, the culture is that your parents, like, my parents have always said, like, you have to be better than what we are. Like, they've always said that. Like, they always are like, we made these sacrifices so you can have a better life, so you can do better than we did. Like, we made all these mistakes. You can't make these mistakes. You have to do better than us, which is why, you know, they push you to do better in school. They push you to join things. They push you to um, go to college because they didn't have that opportunity. I think it's also the support that they give you. Like, they're always there for you. Well, for me and hopefully for, I bet for you guys too, um, that it's always, hey, go do this. Hey, have you done this? Or, hey, um, get involved, like Diana said and everything. But, I mean, it's also the duty that you have to give back to your community, to give back to your family. Because, I mean, I also see how my parents, how hard they've worked in order to give me everything. And, I mean, my dad, he doesn't have a, what's it called? He doesn't have a degree. But I mean, you know, I know how hard he works and I know it's because he's like, do you really want to have this lifestyle? Do you really want to live like this? Do you really want to have somebody who's telling you what to do, who's being your boss? Or do you want to be your own boss? Do you want to be the one who's going to be, hey, let me help you here. I have enough resources to help you and to give back. So I think that's what motivates me. That's really interesting to hear because I'm half Mexican, but I wasn't raised in like a traditional Hispanic way. So that's just super interesting to hear because I will never know what that's like. And it's just interesting to hear what that did to your decision. Um, What kind of like pressures come with being the first one in your family to go to college? (laughs) I bet there's a lot. I mean, with being the first, not failing, because you want to be the first. Um, Failure, yeah. Afraid of, of failure. Um, <laughs> it's just off of the table. Like, there's yeah. no reason for you to fail. Yeah. Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. And that alone is pressure. Like, you cannot fail. Um, with everything given to you, you, you can't fail. But then again, what if you do? 
it's it's uncertainty um i think a big thing is not having someone like easily accessible to tell you what to do like there's so many things you have to apply to you have to apply for fafsa for a certain date you have to apply you have to do the css profile you have to do applications you should do your act before you're even a senior you should you should write your essay during the summer you should apply early you should do all these things and you don't have someone directly telling you to do that because they didn't know they wouldn't know that you need to do those things so you have to actually reach out to your counselor you have to reach out to teachers you have to reach out to other people to tell you those things cuz you don't have someone with you all the time telling you you have to do this you have to do this because they don't know they just know apply for college get scholarships that's all they know so you know there were things that i missed because I didn't know about them. Mm, I think it's also having like if you have brothers and little sisters, it's also the idea that they're looking up to you. Because I mean, children don't don't hear what you have to tell them, but they look what you're doing. So I mean, they try to follow you. Like I've noticed that my little sister, she tries to be like me. So it's like, "Hey, you can't mess up because if you mess up, then you know she might mess up." You're trying to you're trying to set everything for your younger siblings so that when it comes their time that they will have enough resources to do they will have enough money or whatever so i think it's just the idea that somebody's looking up to you your family's depending on you because i mean as we get older as we you know days go by our parents are also getting older so you have to think too for them have your families like supported you all the way in this kind of thing oh mm-hmm. yeah i mean they support they support me and in like emotional support but there's literally like they support me as much as they can but there are certain things that they can't support me in like they can't support me financially for college they can't support me in actually paying for it which sucks because you know you wish that you could pay the tuition of like you could pay for your kids to go to college but they can't so you know they're very supportive in that they want me to go to college they 1000% encourage me to go to college but there's no means for them to actually to help me financially once i'm there okay my parents have always supported me <clears throat> especially when it comes to journalism um once again they can't support me financially forever um most of the time they support me emotionally <laughs> um but yeah i know they're not always going to be able to be there and provide for me and that's scary. How was your um did your high school experience really give you the extra drive to want to do what you're doing? Yeah. Um we live in a underprivileged school. Well, we're the underprivileged school in um our city. But um with that being said, I feel like there are stories here that need to be shared and stories in places like these around the world that need to be shared and I feel like that's my duty. Yeah, so I did the IB program my last 2 years of high school, which really pushed me to do more with what I was doing like before. I remember sophomore year I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I have one AP class. I'm dying." Like <laughs> and then I did the IB program and it just made me realize that like all this hard work that I put into something actually paid off and um I kept wanting I want to do that in the future and I want to continue to work hard and be rewarded for what I do so 
I mean, I think it partially helped because I don't think it was only high school. I think there were other factors. For example, um, mentors outside of high school, um, getting to know other people, such as like from U of A or from anywhere else, like from Walmart, um, I don't know, JB Hunt, whoever you find, you know, to help you. And maybe you look up to them and you're like, whoa, that's how I want to be, you know. You're like that drive, that motivation that you have, that's what I want. And so, I don't know, but for high school, too, you realize, man, I don't know. There's just so many things that you also learned in high school that they just impact you. Do you feel like you're adequately prepared to go to college based off of high school? No. 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 I do. I feel like I am. Yeah, I think I'm good, honestly. Um, literally, the Ivy program beat my butt last year. But it helps a lot because I know what it's like to write a 10-page paper. I know what it's like to read a book in one night. I know what it's like to do all these things and have to do like five hours of homework a day. So I think I'm prepared. Um, yeah, I, I feel prepared for college and I think I'll be okay. That's good. <laughs> what What do you guys think you're lacking that's making you not feel prepared? Time management. <laughs> I feel like AP didn't give me that. Yeah. Um, yeah, writing 10-page essays, um, staying up that late. You know, I stay up late, but just not for those reasons. Um, I, I feel like I just... <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't my standard. But just, you know, I'm doing other things instead of um, writing 10-page essays. I'm reading or something. But um, it's... Yeah, I don't feel prepared. And I I'm think scared. it's it's partially. Like, I mean, there are certain areas that you're prepared, but then there's certain areas that you're just not prepared. Like, there's no way you can be prepared. Like, I mean, I feel like college and high school are two completely different things. I mean, yeah, in the work area, you have, there's nobody to be telling you, hey, do this, do this, do that. Yeah. When are you turning in your homework? Um, oh, you turned it in late. Hey, let me give you an extension of days or whatever. I don't think there is that anymore. But I also think that the skills that we've obtained, like if you focus in school and you're like, okay, I'm going to take AP classes so that, you know, my writing skills can get better, then I mean, they do pay off in the end. But it also depends on the person, not really on on the teachers. Because, I mean, the teacher might teach good and everything, but if the person doesn't want to put in the work, then it doesn't matter. So it's really a personal thing. It's who you are as a person and where you want to get in life. That's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What what has it been like searching for colleges? Because, you know, there's like thousands of them. So how did you narrow it down to just one or two? I always knew I just wanted to go to the U of A. I don't want to go far. I like my parents. I like my brother. I just want to stay close. Um, I didn't, like, finish looking for colleges until about, like, December, <laughs> which is really bad um, because, um, yeah, I didn't – I started early, but, like, I was way too broad. Like, I would look absolutely everywhere, and it made it really difficult because um, – not every college had every single thing on the list you know like there's not good you have to like you feel like you have to find like the perfect match and sometimes not all the boxes are ticked and it's really hard but um for like NYU like I was literally like in sixth grade and I was like oh my gosh this school this school is this school is so cool and like (laughs) put it on my list but um yeah like Tulsa I didn't 
because Tulsa is the other school that I'm like considering, but um, I didn't know about Tulsa till I was in the IB program because they heavily reward IB students um, with scholarships and stuff. And so I didn't know about that until um, Miss Turley and everything and all the IB teachers. But um, yeah, it's really difficult because there's, you could have a school that you really want to go to, but you're not able to go to that or you have to apply to backups and like, you know, so. I think financially too, it determines it. Yeah, (laughs) that's like number one. If you don't have the money, you're not going there. (laughs) I mean, come on now. But I mean, there is times where you look here and there, like Diana said, my list was pretty broad. And the funny thing is that my mom always told me, hey, you have to be looking since like, what middle school should be telling me hey you got to be signing up for this hey are you looking into this program have you seen these colleges and everything and then it came to senior year and I was so unprepared I, I, I didn't have all my ACT score where I wanted it to be um, I hadn't even looked through colleges like it was just the ones in the area and I mean I just had to look it up really quick so I mean I started looking outside of the country EMU, which is in Australia. I started looking out of state. I started looking everywhere, and then I realized, hey, I don't, I don't think you're going to be. There's not enough money. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you're trying to apply for all these scholarships, and then you receive that you have been rejected. And I mean, and then you receive it again and again and again, and you're just like, you got to be kidding me! Like I've applied for all these, and I haven't gotten a single dollar. I mean, it gets stressful. It really it gets does. to the point where you're like, is it even worth it? Like, I mean, I've been applying, I've been telling you my story, but it seems like it's not enough. So, like, what do I need to do to be enough? You know? But then again, you're like, okay, well, it's not too bad to stay here. <laughs> Maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> and like, at least get an inter- a paid internship or something. And then be able to go to, like, out of state, let's say, for example, NYU, get a transfer. It's not bad. Like, I mean, you'll figure it out at the end. It gets figured out, but it's stressful. Yeah. That, like, the application thing, literally, it was so annoying because I would apply to, like, like the Hispanic fund. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I got rejected. I, I was got like, rejected I literally that. am Hispanic. Like, <laughs> give me a freaking scholarship. The, uh, I said, McDonald's one. I got rejected. I got rejected too. Flat out. I was not a finalist for a single thing. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I literally, I did all, I felt, you feel like you do all these things for nothing. Because you're like, why did I even stress myself out for freaking three years for not to receive anything? Like, I was part of all these clubs. I was part of all these. Also involved in school. Yeah, like, I was involved. My ACT score is not that bad. Like, it's like a solid (laughs) score, like where where am I lacking where like you begin to get mad and you like get angry with yourself because like what am I doing wrong you start thinking maybe I should have done this maybe Mm -hmm. I should have done that instead and but I mean at the end you're like you'll figure it out Mm -hmm. like you just have to believe in whatever your dream whatever your goal is you have to believe that that's where you're going to get no matter how and I mean you might not get there right then and there but you'll eventually get there do you feel like if you had been, if like school started talking to you about colleges sooner, because I haven't even been told a single thing about what to do, and I'm graduating next year, so do you feel like they should start preparing you to start applying for stuff and 
getting stuff in yes. way earlier than just senior year. Yes, because yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. they like all the IB teachers are like, well, really, it's like your first semester that really matters. And like I understood that, but at the same time, I was like, oh well, I still have a whole year. But you do not have a whole year. You literally you have to f- early early admission is November. That's like two months into school, and then. If you miss that, you have to wait until regular decision, which is they don't you don't find out about those schools until March, which is way late in the year. And it's really difficult if you wait that long. It's so much harder to do things. And most teachers like or most like the school doesn't isn't like encouraging you to do early action all the time because they're not telling juniors to do like start your application now, start your start your essays now, finish you like you know, the first ACT that a lot of juniors take are in February, which is very late. late. It's, it's very late. late. And yeah. they should honestly start making you take it, like, freshman year because... You know, oh, yeah. yeah. I do believe that. And, I mean, also I think that, well, down here in the South, it's not really promoted SAT. Oh, yeah. You know like what I'm saying? Like, taking the SAT? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially if you want to go out of state. Because if you want to go out of state, you need to take the SAT. And for me, I found it that the SAT was easier. Yeah, and you could score right? you, you could, could score, score better higher. in the SAT and they would take your SAT over your ACT. Oh yeah. So you could do better in one test that's set up differently than the other and they don't tell you about those things. Mhm. I also think that you need to find a mentor. Somebody who who is going to be like, "You need my help, I'll be there." I've been through that process. Like somebody in college, I've been through that process. Let me help you like I know what I'm doing. These are the things that I didn't do, and these are the things that you should do. And, I mean, I do think that the school needs to promote more of that. But in, I think they need to have mentors for that. Like our age? Yeah. Like closer to our age? Because I think age. that's what they're trying to do with, like, advisors. But some yeah. advisors don't even care. Like, they literally <laughs> sit there and they're like, all right, you have this is study hall, basically. Or they'll let their – so, I mean, I understand that that's what advisory is for, but that's not what it's – used as yeah Yeah. so i think that could be better also your our parent parents Mm -hmm. because i mean they don't know like diana said they don't know the process to getting to the college like applying for their the scholarship process like it takes a lot you have to and then like diana said if you do it um what regular decision mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to prepare of hey give me your transcript letter of recommendation applying for housing if you're going out of if state. you're going out of housing you need to make sure that you even have money for that where mm-hmm. if you don't where who are you going to stay with or you need to figure it out but i mean it's a little late and then everybody's trying to get letter of recommendations in and that's even harder and i mean i don't know there's just so many stuff yeah, I definitely agree with that because, like, I just – I personally feel so unprepared. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like you guys are going through, like, a whirlwind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, – So yeah. now I'm scared. <laughs> no, you're not trying to scare you. It's just, it's just like, it's you should reality. know these things. Yeah, yeah, like, you should know them early like, or earlier than you're learning them now because, if, like, yeah. you're close. It seems yeah. like everybody tries to sugarcoat it. Yeah, they they're like, oh, it's easy. You just fill out an application. Like, you send it, and it's – and it's fine. Like you'll get accepted. But the application the has to be impeccable of mistakes. Yeah. it has to be to like perfect. And then sometimes yeah. you like I would do applications, and then I would re- like at the very end it would be like 
send a letter of rec- like send an email to you for a recommendation oh yes and it would yes. be like an hour before it's due and i'm like oh my god like <laughs> i didn't get a recommendation letter because i didn't know and like all these that would be It'll like, be the like most stage six thing. and you're like what do you mean you didn't tell me this earlier <laughs> I know, like when did i have to do this yeah so like doing all the applications those suck <laughs> they suck so bad <laughs> because like it especially when you realize like oh i'm like I can apply for this, this would be good, and then, like, you're doing it, and it's, like, oh, you need letters of recommendation, and it's, like, due tomorrow. Like, you can't just ask for a letter of recommendation in one day. And I did that so many times, too. I felt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was, like, I'm just thinking uh, of the I need one now. <laughs> I had to get an emergency recommendation letter because one of my teachers was gone. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. yeah. How did that go? It was hard. I didn't. I barely got it. It was trash too. It was trash. <laughs> no, I got like bad ones, and I was like, Ugh, like, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll use this. It's super hard to like apply to college and stuff. But what are you most excited about after you go into it? Independence. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, I'm excited because if I do end up going to New York, I'd be living there, which is super cool because yeah. I've always wanted to live in New York, and. I'm going to be, you know, on my own independence as well. And, like, I've always wanted to be, like, living on my own. Like, I just want to be, like, oh, I want to do my laundry and, like, (laughs) cook for myself, (laughs) which is so stupid. But, yeah. And just, like, meeting other people, branching out, doing, like, experimenting, doing your own thing, um, joining weird clubs that are available in high school and stuff like that. And just, you know, branching out, having fun. I think my thing is that it's, like, a brand new time. It's like you're starting over, but not really. Like, you're going, I don't know. I feel like it's a good time because it's like if I were getting closer to my goals and my dreams. And I also think independence, yeah, that's a big one. Like, you can, like, decide what your classes are, what time you get to go, um, what time you get home sometimes, you know. Yeah, what are you, you going to eat? If you go out. Yeah, if you go, <laughs> if you go out. out or not. If you even go to class. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel that, but, you know. I don't know. I think it's about to be fun, so I'm excited. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're excited because that's, like, a huge turning point for a lot of people, and I'm glad that you guys are looking forward to it. Um, our final question is what advice would you give to girls listening to this podcast, especially girls about to graduate high school? Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Apply early. Apply early action. Do early action. Do early action. Because if you wait until regular decision, it's all going to be like one month basically to do everything because you still have to figure out if you can like pay for it or not. And if you do early action, you find out in like, December if you get in or not and that means that you have you know the rest of your you basically figure out where you're going to go and by the rest of the year you can figure out you know what scholarships do I still need to apply to what things can I apply to like financial aid and stuff and it's especially for like people who have undocumented parents because I had undocumented parents until December and I couldn't do a lot of things like certain scholarships they ask for your tax returns, your parents' tax returns. They didn't have that. So doing early action, you kind of avoid that a little. <laughs> so um, for Tulsa, they didn't ask for my FAFSA yet. So um, they gave me scholarships 
without having to see my financial, um, like my FAFSA yet, which is something that a lot of people don't know about, but yeah. And just don't be sad <laughs> if you get rejected. You're gonna get rejected. It's gonna suck, but like there yeah. are other opportunities for you. There are other places for you. If you get rejected, you know, maybe that wasn't your path. Maybe you weren't supposed to go there. And, you know. I'd just... say tech. Sorry. Wait. No, you're good. Okay. I'd say take your test early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your ACT and ACT. your SAT. Like, just, I don't know, and start looking what your strengths are. What are you, what do you like? What do you what do you most enjoy out of high school or doing? It doesn't have to be in high school. I mean, outside, you know. And then how how can you imply that into your career, so that then like when it's time to choose a career, you're looking through the stuff and you're like, oh hey look, this one matches what I want to do or what I like. And I think also looking at colleges, just start mm -hmm. looking. Hey, which ones do I want to go? Do they fit the criteria that I want or not? And just push through the whole year, get good grades. Turn in your work. Turn in your Yeah, because yeah. just don't procrastinate. <laughs> don't procrastinate. Don't wait for someone to teach you like this. Don't don't wait for someone to tell you, hey, your application's due tomorrow. Um, yeah. Do your own research. Educate yourself if you can because you're going to need it. Sometimes you find out things last minute, and that's not fun. Just educate yourself. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, figure out what your story is early because a thing that's really hard is when you're, like, the application says, tell us about yourself or like who are you like I don't know like <laughs> freaking it was it was hard for me to write about myself so like figuring out what you want others to know about you and what's important and what your story is early on helps in the essays which is a big part of well how to get scholarships and how to get into certain schools is having a story and if you just uh, say oh I'm you know I'm involved that's not going to get you into the college it's not going to get you the scholarship and remember, everybody has a 32. Everybody has a, is involved in Key Club, um, what else? <laughs> I don't know, track, all yeah. these sports. Everybody got first place at one point. What makes you different than the rest? Like, that's what they want to know. Everybody has done everything that you just talked about. But what makes you who you are? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was super helpful. Yeah, thank you guys for coming. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I feel 10 times more prepared now than I did before. Um, yeah, just thanks for coming. <laughs> You're welcome. This has been Andrew Dennis, and thanks for listening to All Girls Considered.